podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Villains and welcome to For the Love Paul McGuire podcast. Uh, I forgot to tell everybody we were doing this podcast. And I suppose number one is since the last time I spoke to you guys at ten o'clock this morning, I've been severely under the weather. I'm just back from a uh, just back from a visit to the doctor, which is something I didn't didn't envisage doing today. But uh, we struggle on regardless. We struggle on regardless. So if I just suddenly disappear uh, here <laughs> and Paddy is left on his own, um, uh, I won't feel you know what's going to what, what will be happening. But uh, I've been, I've been uh, sitting here for the last couple of minutes practicing my freeze. He's <laughs> freeze, freeze face. Exactly. When you go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, if I'm um, if I'm if I'm a bit low energy t- tonight, uh, I hope you do forgive me. But uh, one thing I hope that Aston Villa aren't as low energy when they go to Molineux at the weekend um, uh, to play Wolves because uh, once again we have another European eliminator and I know last night's result wasn't exactly great for us but in a way with the fact that we still have to play Spurs and we still have to play Brighton we still have this in our own hands but we have to win that weekend we absolutely have to win I think it's become a um a, a, yeah a touch of the Martinez is exactly yeah yeah at the moment um but I um and you know what I'll be honest with you if if, if he was feeling as bad as I was and putting that performance against Brentford in the first half Fair play to him is all I will say because uh, it ain't fun. It ain't fun, that's for sure. Um, but as I said, this isn't a European eliminator. I think we can afford to lose one of the last four now. I had said before, six points gets us gets us Europe. Um, I think Brighton getting a draw last night would have kept us on on for that six points. I think they will definitely have to run out of legs over the course of the six games that the the six games they've left to play in May. Um, I just don't think that they're going to be able to keep it up. Now, I could be 100% wrong there, but um, Villa need to win at the weekend. I keep this within our own hands, Paddy. Yeah, it, look, it's it's in our hands. I think I think winning games keeps it in our hands. Um, are we going to win enough games? I don't think so. I just, I, I, I'm not usually glass half empty. It's just the things that are happening around us have just dragged me down a little bit in the last few days to see that to see that decision Liverpool got in their game, to see Brighton get their 99th minute penalty or whatever it was. It's just it's just stacking against us. And look, the, the most important thing we need to take out of this second half of the season is the future is bright. And oh, not, yeah. not, not in a Randy Lerner way, in, in a Nuno Emery way. The future is bright. We, we, we've got a really, really good manager. He's going to build a really, really good team. There's a whole lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. And, you know, we, we've just we've just got to embrace whatever happens in the next few weeks, celebrate the second half of the season, move on to our, your, mm-hmm. our North American tour, and then all set for the next Premier League. Proper season, as, as I like to call it, without a bloody World Cup break, without yeah. a... Which, in fairness, went in our favour, but we've started to run out of steam at this stage. And not that I'm saying we're not going to win tomorrow or anything. It's just the, the the wind has gone out of my sails as a fan. The belief has gone, not because of anything we've done. It's just there's too much going on around us. 
Yeah, and, and you mentioned about the North American tour. I'm just going to share this up again. I haven't shared it a couple of times there, but if anybody is interested in the North American tour, Andrew Hill from Sports Travel Tours, um, there is packages there for the game in Philly, the game in DC, the game in Philly and Orlando in the full nine days. Um, there have been a, a few delays with regards to getting pricings for, for this, um, but if you want to um, be uh, contacted by them with regard, with the pricing, um, you can sign up on that uh, link that's there as well. If you go to Sports Travel Tours, find Villa in America, you will be able to sign up there and they'll send you an email with any of the offers once they are, are live. I, th I think a lot of it is to do with uh, with ticket pricing for the actual games itself at the moment. I know that some um, I know that some some fans over in the the United States have actually gotten tickets already. I think they went on sale to to, fan, yeah. to to fans groups in the United States already. So um, obviously there's going to be like sixty thousand that uh, um, at some of the stadiums. So um, I would imagine there's going to be no hassle in getting tickets for the actual games themselves. But uh, uh, you know, I suppose the allocations for those you want to have them locked in if you're sending a package as well. So. Um, that's yeah. Andrew in sports travel tours, but um, I, I kind of agree. I half agree with what you said there, Paddy. I agree that, that, that I can understand why the uh, why the the wind has gone out of out of the sails. But um, as I say, I still think that we are in control of our own destiny. But the fact that um, we do need Brighton to slip up in one other game as opposed to us. But I think we need them to slip up. Out, yeah, I think we need them to slip, slip up in a couple of games before they play us. I genuinely don't believe we're going to get anything from Liverpool or whatever. Paul mm. Tierney roll out to help them out, whoever it is. Um, I, I, I do think we'll put it up to Spurs, but I, I just have no faith that they won't be helped out either. The, the league needs Liverpool and Spurs in those European places. They don't need that. So I think the league needs a good news. I think the league needs another big team in there. I think the like like we see the way that uh, like if you if you were to point a finger, and I know they're London based, I know they've got the big stadium, and I know that they've got that NFL deal. I know that they're they're a marquee club within London now as well, and the Premier League does want to market London uh, as well. Um, but but I think they wouldn't be adverse to Aston Villa playing in the Premier League or in the in Europe either, considering the new uh, like there is money behind Villa. Unai Emery is a huge, huge name at the moment. There's a feel-good factor around it. It's it, Villa are, are European-centric news at the moment with Alamein. Uh, Alamein, see what I've done there, instead of pronouncing it correctly, uh, coming into the club as well. So um, what I get what you're saying, I get what you're saying. Like 10 years ago, Spurs were, weren't always a banker for Europe either, you know. So it's uh, it swings and roundabouts with that. And I think that yeah. of all the teams... Spurs would be the one to lose out. You know, I think the, the Premier League might go, oh, they can take a, a year or two. Because... <laughs> If you remember, they did it with Newcastle as well. Newcastle were perennial European um, goers in the in the 90s. Um, Alan Shearer playing in the Champions League, Kevin Keegan, all that that, that time. Um, and then they weren't. And the league was okay with that, even though they had a huge stadium and they had a massive fan base and <coughs> so on and so forth. It was a Freddie Woodward. Was, <coughs> was it Freddie Woodward? It was over the over the team and he was just firing money around the place like it was going out of fashion so I don't know I don't know and but I completely understand what you're saying um I completely understand and look it's 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 a, it's a question of treating every game as a cup final now and I think I think if we lose anything other than Liverpool I think then we're in trouble then we're then Freddie Shepard that's the one I think we're I think we're in trouble uh we can afford to lose to Liverpool we can afford to draw with Spurs, but the other two wins are a must, I think. And and let's be honest, we should be beating Spurs. But that's that's a story for another day. Today is about playing the noisy neighbours up the road who've had the hex over us for a while. Um, 
still scarred by that day I spent in Villa Park under Dean Smith when we were 2-0 up on coasting with 10 minutes to go and end up walking out on a 3-2 defeat. So you just don't know what you're going to get with this fixture. It's I, I don't call it a derby. I heard so many people calling it a derby today. I heard people saying it to Unai Emery in the conference today. And while I tried to dissect what he said in his in his English, I think he said the only derby was Birmingham City or something, which which uh, I don't think anybody picked up on. But uh, that's for me. For me, it's 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 baggies and it's Birmingham City. I, I yeah. don't class Wolves. As, I know as the a people. In, the people might be living over the, over alongside Dudley or wherever like that might be. Um, of course, you know, yeah. they're, they're and, that's, and that's fair enough. That and, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember. I remember speaking to Ty Bracey about this. He goes, "This is a fucking derby to me because he's living over that direction." You know. <laughs> so at the time, I think it was, and um, uh, so I was working over there or something like that about a couple of years ago. He said, "No, this is definite, definite derby uh, for me." But uh, I suppose, look, once again, we're not. From Birmingham, we're not from that side of things, and everybody's going because of the close nature of two cities. I think it is always going to be people are going to think it is, um, and people are think, going to think it isn't as well. Um, somebody's asking for where the where the like button is. The like button is the is the thumbs up, and I know what you mean, Alex. There, but yes, exactly. If you're using an iOS device, and you know what, it's no harm to explain where it is. If you're using an iOS device, the live chat will show up automatically. If you X out of the live chat, click the thumbs up button and then click on the live chat button again, the live chat will pop up again. And you can converse with all your beautiful friends that we have here, the lovely community. The we should come up with a nickname for the for, for the people who are here week in, week out. <laughs> the McGrathians or something like that. I don't know. It's a bit that's a bit a bit classical uh, history, you know, or something, but um the lovers or something. I don't know. I'm delirious, by the way. I'm I, I'm on about six or seven different uh, different painkillers at the moment, so anything could come out of my mind. But if anybody is a good name for our, our little community there feel free to use it um talking about i suppose good news i think as well today patty for once in in the last four or five weeks maybe nine weeks i would say even so we, we got a bit of good news um good news in the fact that we've a few options now there probably won't be options to start but we'll have options in the bench at the weekend all four players that were out injured um have a good chance of making the squad at the weekend it seems which is time it's probably a week a week too late but uh, if you know it's still better late than never you know because we're going to need them at the moment um who do you think of the four paddy probably has the best best chance of maybe seeing game time at the weekend i know it's hard to know with their injuries and stuff like that yeah but well, whatever whatever about game time i think we'll see kamara cash and bailey on the bench we won't see coutinho that's that's the way i read it um, I think Coutinho is a little bit late to the party and is still not a hundred percent. No, no, none of them are a hundred percent. But I think if a, if a game needed to be closed out to bring on Maddie Cash and Bubakar Kamara with twenty minutes to go, would be would be a nice move to have. Um, Leon Bailey just to give something that little bit extra. Uh, four games to go in the game in the season, possibly four games to go in his Aston Villa career. Just to put him in the shop window, get him out there, get him on, get him on the get him on the pitch, and you know, just to give that something different. Depending on how the game is is panning out, and who knows, we could see him start. You just don't know what Unai Emery is going to do. Um, yeah, I I think so too. Um, I would not be surprised as as uh, sorry sorry. Uh... Makes a good comment there. So Sable says Coutinho's trained all week. I think he is the one that has the most training under his belt. So maybe he comes off the bench. 
Paddy, I remember you making an absolute brilliant call from left field recently that he could be like, you know, maybe a, a Pedro Gonzalez uh, make weight uh, player. Yeah. We're going to have to obviously put him in the market and stuff like that um, if that was the case. But, uh, you know, we've got four games. He was showing a small bit of promise in the 20 minutes he was coming off the bench prior to getting injured as well. So maybe he's someone we can see here, as you say, for the last couple of, couple of uh, weeks. People have, been, people have been critical of Buendia. Very rightly so against Manchester United, I feel. Um, you know, taking off a of Buendia and bringing on Coutinho, maybe there could be a small, little bit more like-for-like like situation as opposed to bringing on a John Duran, who's a complete different change of pace player uh, or change of style player as well. Not to say that we shouldn't bring him on, don't get me wrong, but um, if it was a tight game and we wanted to keep it like-for-like, like, we were getting joy there and Buendia was running out of steam, well, then maybe there's, there is there is your option. You know, bring on Coutinho and, and see what he's... Um, and see what he can do, um. But as I say, I I, I don't um I don't envisage that he'll be um I don't envisage that he'll be active there from the start. But look, stranger things have happened. Stranger mm. things have happened. One way to 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 throw off wolves would be um you know to start someone like him because I don't think anybody is going to be uh, preparing for him. And all we need is a game like he played against Southampton and he played against Leeds last year. That's all we need. Uh. We only need him to do it for one game. Yeah, and, uh, wouldn't, and wouldn't it be would nice be to have him? Wouldn't it be nice to have him do it for four games? But that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't it be great I mean, to see him come it. in and tear apart his old club at Anfield? It would be magic. Ooh. But look, I I think I think for me the the the, the ship has sailed for for Coutinho. I th I think I I don't know what's left in the tank for him. For me, um, I've kind of drawn a, a line under him. He's, he's just uh, 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 that, that's a bit unfair because. I do believe if we could get him into a decent preseason and build up the body again, I think we could see something from him next season. But as I've said previously, I think he's the make way for Gonzalez. But uh, we'll we'll see what happens in in the summer with that. But look, the most important thing is that we we get the result on the pitch tomorrow. Um, if if we've got those guys to come off the bench, or even again, if if Bailey starts, if Coutinho starts, whatever it is. Um, just to see something a little bit different, just to keep players on their toes. Everything has gone a bit stale and stagnant for the last couple of games. Get them back on their toes, get them back punching again and uh, fighting for their spot. And and, mm. and that would be the case should we see those four additional bodies warming the bench tomorrow. Paddy, is Daniel Perenz available for the weekend? Wasn't there something about Daniel Perenz whereby he was accused of spitting at someone? Was he... Was he ever banned for that? Or someone keep me honest mm. on that one. Did he get? Did he? Was he cleared during the week? Does that mean he's he was free clear, to He was cleared a couple of weeks ago, wasn't he? Was it? Maybe he was. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because yeah. he's just the reason being is he's always been someone that's terrorized us. Like he, has, he came on yeah. and changed the game um, himself. And at Nuri uh, came on. At Nuri came on at left back. He looked like Zidane reborn. Um, <laughs> you know when he came on in the game yeah. last year, he was only on five minutes. I think he had three shots in five minutes, and he marauded down that left wing. So you know. They've got a very good manager. Like, like, let's not sleep on that as well. Julian Lapetegui is 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 a fine manager in his own right, you know, yeah. and and well respected in Spain too. Um, they they would they could very easily be in the position we're in if they had a, a striker go on and run a farm that Ali Watkins did. You know, yeah. it's not exactly and, they've and been a bad team. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. Um, they are a decent side, as you say. They're capable of anything. Um. He decided to make the absolutely ludicrous decision of dropping his uh, his number one um, centre back last weekend, and as a result, went four 0 down in the first half. 
So let's hope that he drops him again tomorrow and we don't have to worry about him till halftime and hopefully we can we can get a couple of scores on the board before he comes on. It just that, it just seemed like Collins. Collins, yeah. It just seemed like a crazy decision. A four nil down at half time, bring him on to, to shore things up. But uh look, they're coming off that six nil drubbing. They're at home against the nearest rivals in the league geographically. They'll want to do a number on us. You'd no doubt about it. Um I listened to God, I'm trying to think now. Was it uh, the whole cast or one of them today when I was driving home from work? And they had a guy on from, a, it was the whole cast, it was uh, Seb talking to a guy from a, a Wolves podcast and he said the conspiracy theory is we shipped six goals to help Brighton last weekend and now we're going to beat Villa and Brighton will have gained all those Fuck points. Off. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway, was on with Dave, well, I'll tell you, I was on with, um, I was on a, a Wolves podcast with an absolute gentleman called Dave as a party. Um, what a fantastic name as well, Dave. It was on Talking Wolves. Um, really good guy. Really good, good, good chat with him. Uh, he certainly didn't delve into anything, anything of the tinfoil hat nature uh, <laughs> like that. And if they did, if they ship six goals to Brighton to help out with Brighton, then the Premier League should come down on like a ton of bricks because that's called match. Fixing. No, I think it was said tongue and cheek. I know it was. It was funny at the time. I'm just touchy, Paddy. I'm feeling sorry for myself. I'm touchy. <laughs> you should I be on the hot whiskeys there, sort you. Oh God, no! I tried that last night and I ended up worse today. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I went, I went through bones of, yeah, so I went through about half a bottle of writer's tears, thinking it was a cold I had coming on last night. But it wasn't. It was some sort of viral gastroenteritis, and I, I suffered for it this morning. Um. <laughs> But getting back to the game, Paddy, uh, getting back to the game, um, Villa are, like, it's uh, it's going to be tight. Like, you know, I don't think anybody is thinking that, like, the 6-0 was an aberration uh, last weekend. I think, <coughs> I think, I really think it was. Um, I don't think Villa are going to get that much luck out of, out of, uh, out of Wolves uh, at the weekend. I think Wolves are going to make it difficult because Wolves won't want us to get that result out of you know, local, local, um, Ping pong between the between two cities close to each other. So I'm I, I I'm thinking it's going to be one or one nil um, either way or maybe a two one. I actually think it's going to be one nil because because Wolves don't really score goals. Now that I've jinxed it, better touch wood. Um, but I think it could be a one nil, and I'm hoping that Ali Watkins gets back in the score sheet because uh, he's gone kind of quiet. It's not even he's gone quiet. It's that we haven't been able to get him the ball the last two games, Paddy. Sorry, my phone just rang there, and I got distracted. No what? What? Oh, who, yeah. who are you talking about there? I was, I was just saying there that uh, I think it's going to be maybe a one 0 game, and it would be nice to see Ali Watkins get back in the score sheet because we haven't yeah, been be able nice to, to see him anywhere near the ball the week last two weeks. It, it, it would be nice to see him get back, get get his head back in the game. He, he's had a, a run of three games, really, even the the. Brentford game as well. He didn't perform to the, the well. They didn't let him perform, I suppose. So it's a big game for everybody. It's a big game for everybody to be up and and to know what their uh, what their tactics are tomorrow. It's it's just one of those has to be a new uh, masterclass in order to get us back on track because it's there for the taking. As I said, I'm not totally convinced we can do it at this stage. It's just everything is just stacking against us, yeah. but. It would be great to see Ollie Watkins get a, a, a bit of a run uh, just to finish off the season, to to top up the record that he, he already has. And what he's, I think if he scores two tomorrow, he uh, he beats Dwight York's away away yeah. uh, record as well. I think I heard uh, Dale say that earlier today. So uh, 
Yeah, there, there, look, there's a lot going on. There's so much going on in our club. There's so much going on on and off the pitch. It's just focus tomorrow. Get the fans in. Get the fans noisy behind the team. I love the way Uno Emery always brings the fans into his press conference. I think it's so important. Just lost a little bit of touch over the last couple of years with the fans. It would. It, it's great that he, he just thinks it was forced either in the 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 in the preview of the game and his, his pre-game uh, presser or the first thing he talks about the, the minute the game is over is he says his good evenings and then it's straight into talking about how the fans were or apologising to the fans or whatever it is he has to say. So everything, everything, all the, star, all the stars are aligned for next season. It just would be great to add European football. And he admitted as much himself today. It does attract players, 100% attracts players. So if we could just get that over the line, it'd be magic. Yeah, and I, I can't add, add any more to that, but you guys can in the comments, and I want to share some of your comments as well. Matt Hallinan, thank you so much. He says, points for podcasters. I start to worry about you all going thirsty in the summer months. Up the villa and the fight for seven. <laughs> Thanks, William, for that. Be happy was drunk. I'm drunk, no, can see and hear you too. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Um uh, British Mick says uh, Moreno will be playing out of his skin to impress Plastic City <laughs> that was a wild rumour I think that that is a wild rumour but look hey if City come looking for one of your players start to bid in at 100 million and see what the, see what the cards fall um, for, for, for anyone you know it's like, I, think, um, I think he's vital to us now I think I he's think an important he part of the club yeah um, I, I don't see any, I don't see I don't see any amount of money taking him away at this stage I think he's uh, he's he's Uno's man he's the only man really that he brought in that was going to be part of the match day set up as long as he was fit so um, I, I don't see any change I think he'll be in there tomorrow and, and doing his thing and it'll be an interesting match up down that wing as well yeah, uh, John Steele says players coming back will make a difference. I think we can win the next two. Set up a nice decider against Brighton. I really hope so. I really hope so. It would be mm. fantastic. I'll never forget, and it was for a complete another different reason. Um, that the the West Ham game because I am going to say it like during that whole miraculous staying up season, I was super positive we were going to stay up. I remember doing. I remember going on the whole cast uh, with uh, Danny and and Cole, and I remember they were saying, "No, I think we're down now." Um, and I think it might have been after Palace or something. I think it might have been Palace. Um, and I was like, no, guys, I think we're going to get a result. If we keep drawing, if we keep getting getting clawing points and get a win out of somewhere, um, we'll stay up. And I was so delighted when we stayed up as well. So I want us to have something to play for in the last day of the season um, because I think that the, I think this team will, will respond to the Razzmatazz because there will be Razzmatazz in uh in um in the Amex, uh, it is. Oh no, it's not Villa Park, isn't it? Um, it is. will be there. Yeah. Um, in Villa Park on um on final day, and that'll be fantastic. You know, that'd be absolutely great to see. Um, do, 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 where else are we there? So I'm just gonna scroll down a small bit. Um, uh, uh, so uh, a couple of people. Oh yeah, so Tuan says the Podence was found gu- found not guilty last week. Excellent, well, ex- not excellent, yeah. but excellent for him, I suppose. Really, um, Matt Hanlon says that Neil needs to stay off the webs for a few days and get better. I remember in his miserable fall and winter with that cough he couldn't shake. That cough was crazy. It went on for nearly about twelve <laughs> weeks. I remember. I was like, I was like, a, um, I was like, I had the black lung. I was like, um. <laughs> Like uh, Zoolander, they're going around the place for a while. But no, I can assure you, I'll be right as rain, hopefully tomorrow morning again. Uh, this is only a 24-hour thing, I think. Um, but I was taking evasive action, you know, to make sure that it wasn't anything um, because tomorrow is potentially a big day. Um, 
for 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 me. Um, but we will see. Um, so it won't be illness to put it this way. That won't have me doing the team sheet tantrum in the post match podcast. <laughs> put it that way. Uh, tomorrow, if it's only little old illness, I will definitely be here. Um, otherwise, you might see me in a gown and uh, and and uh, a hairnet and, uh, and 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 a mask. Yeah, that'd be that's the content everybody comes here to see, isn't it? Yeah, that's the content everyone comes here to see from the labour ward. Um, <clears throat> so uh, where else are we there? Um, Sai says the Philippine Bidace has been recalled. I hear may he get a bench place before the season's end. Foon right to have a look. I know didn't we go through this last year, Paddy? Am I hallucinating or am I completely making this up? But I don't think he can play. Because he's been because don't think he can be re-registered because there's no window to re-register him between now and the end of the year. I don't think it's a case of him being recalled either. It is the the last game of the season for the championship yeah. is on Monday, so I, I think his loan contract doesn't finish till the thirtieth of June or something, like, or the first of June yeah. or something. So yeah, because they always cover themselves for playoffs and, and whatever. So yeah, I I I I hadn't heard anything about that, and, and I, I I didn't see him in any videos or anything like yeah. that. So I don't know whether he was brought back before, unless he's injured. That would be like as you see, Aaron Ramsey is in is in body more heat at the moment, yeah. getting getting his yeah. treatment and stuff. So, um, I didn't hear anything about Jaden Phillips, Jean Bedes, unfortunately. Yeah, um, and neither did I. Um, so yeah, I think we'll leave it at that, guys. Um, I we're going to leave it at that. We will, we will be back with a team sheet tantrum tomorrow and a post match directly after the game. So we would love if you could join us for that as well. Um, I think there's been a lot of transfer rumors going around uh, recently. Just having the time to do do bits and pieces on them, but I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and group them together. I think at this stage, because every time you go on um go on Twitter, we're linked to a new player, and I and you know what I love that I I think it keeps people interested. I was that kid who would go and buy match and open up the back page and see all those tiny little rumors about Villa signing Paul Kitson for four million and dance around the um the, the schoolyard. Like <laughs> I just didn't care as long as we were signing somebody. It was always interesting. Then you go and you buy shoot. Then so match used to come into the, into our local shop on a Wednesday, I think it was, and shoot no shoot used to come, shoot used to come in a Wednesday. I think a match on a Friday or, or on a Thursday. So you get shoot and. And the rumours weren't ever as good in shoot. It was never as tabloidy. And then uh, <laughs> you get match, and then match would have the right wild rumours, like Villa are going to sign Chris Armstrong or Villa are going to sign Paulo De Canio. And you'd be like, yes, running around the schoolyard. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever lost that. So um, that's why I always get excited for transfers uh, as well. So keep them coming, keep them coming. And look, the, the, the cards will fall where they may. Um, the cards will fall where they may, but you never know. We might sign one of the players we're linked with, and it's best to know about them, I suppose, um, if we do. So we will get a couple of those, and we will uh, get them out to you as well over the course of the of, of the next few days as well. But thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. I actually feel a bit better now since coming on this and, and talking. It's focused <laughs> my mind on it. And uh, I think it's the endorphins and the uh, serotonin. From talking to you, Paddy, and from talking about Aston Villa and, and hearing from everybody there um, in, in the chat that's done it. So, um Thanks a million, everybody, for watching and for listening. Give us a thumbs up if you like it. If you haven't subscribed, click on the subscription button. costs you nothing. And uh, we will see you tomorrow for the Team Sheet Tantrum. But until then, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network.